Welcome to episode nine of Nate and Becca talking about stuff. I'm Nate. I'm Becca. And, and we're, we're talking, talking about, about stuff. stuff. It gets better every yeah. time. I almost got thrown off by you sniffing your armpit while I was doing the intro there. I realized that that was going to happen, but it was necessary, even though I already knew that I was smelly. I just got back from a hike and the deodorant that I just purchased. I didn't say just purchased. I ran out of the other one. And you, do you like do this where you have backup ones where you buy something and it oh, doesn't yeah. really work out? And you're like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll save this for a rainy day, though, for the day that I don't have anything. I've got the backup deodorant. Yeah, I've been rocking the backup deodorant for a couple of weeks now. I mean, sometimes it's not keep working. some in my truck. Smart. That's a really good idea. So, uh, I've not thought that far ahead. I only have the deodorant that lasts for about 30 minutes. And once you start moving, it just leaves. Apparently. I go clinical strength. Nice. Which people see and they're like, do you need <laughs> prescription deodorant because you're that smelly? And you're like, yes. Yeah. Uh, no, it just lasts longer because I sometimes forget to put deodorant on. I understand. I'm right so. there with you. When I forget to put deodorant on and then use the all natural organic, da, 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 Ooh, you know, yeah. you know, it's going to last for a good 30 minutes, maybe. Maybe. 30 seconds to 30 minutes, somewhere in between those two. Long enough for you to be around people mm-hmm. and realize you stink. Yep. And then be like, well, oh, I have no other options. I guess I'm just going to own this. Which, maybe that's good practice. Being like, see who my real friends are. <laughs> it's worth a shot, I guess. So far, so good. So despite the opening couple minutes here of this, today's topic is not deodorant and smelling <laughs> bad. Yep. But sort of on those lines. Is it? Yeah, we'll, we'll all circle back to it. I'm Watch curious. me. Okay. I'll circle back to this. You can see the wheels are turning. What we were talking about today is stereotypes. I feel like you led into that like you wanted me to say it with you. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I was drinking coffee and it wasn't going to pan out. Yeah, I knew that wasn't going to. Okay. 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 So the reason this topic came up and mm-hmm. why I wanted to do it, we were at a concert on Music Saturday. Concert. Yeah. What kind of other concert would it be? I don't know. Like a animal noises concert? <laughs> sure. And both like to people watch. Sure do. There was a lot of good people watching. Some of the and best. Realize there's some stereotypes in mountain towns for sure. Yes. Also, the people that... I feel like mountain town dancing is just it's a whole other category of it's the whitest of white people. Yeah, that's what I was gonna finest. try and say. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly that. So there was uh I didn't see it, but I saw a video later. This was kind of a soul music. Yeah, soul is that blues. What you call it. Yeah, yeah and uh there Funk. were people line dancing there. Oh. Not like one or like one or two people. There was an entire crowd of line dancers. How did I miss this? It was on uh, it was on Mike's Instagram and damn it, I'm not friends with him. I don't think. Yeah, gotta get on that. Serious, like choreographed, like they planned this out. Or maybe the band had hired them to throw. They're like, we're going to the whitest mountain town. We gotta get some line dancers. I think they're just always there, and with that, always being there brings a stereotype. Number one. The middle-aged couple mm-hmm. that has taken a dancing class and wants to swing dance in front of everybody. Yeah, they are proud. They are mildly talented. Woo. 
They at least have an idea of the dance steps. That's true. But they always misread the situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. It can be live music, just not live music. I don't know what you would call that. Some might call it a music concert. Not live, though. Oh, like, not live. Like, you know, live. just playing on the stereo, like, somewhere. Like a radio? Yeah, whatever. Okay. You know, like, okay. You know. like, they just pulled the car off to the side of the road, and they wanted to dance to their radio music? I wasn't going with that, but oh. just, like, you know, say you're somewhere, and there's just some music playing, and... I, I really feel as though he knows exactly when we turn on the recording. Mm-hmm. And that's when he goes to town and licking his paws. Yeah. Because it wasn't happening for literally 20 minutes leading up to no. this. Yeah, good for him, though. He's living his best life. So there is always that couple. And everybody knows if you've ever been to a concert, they're mm-hmm. always there. Doesn't matter the type of music. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same couple. I think it's the same couple. They're and retired. They're always young front, retired. Young retired. Front, either left or right, though. They're, they're yep. never front and center. No. They're at the front. There, there could be no one else in front of them and dancing really close to the stage. They want to be part of the band. Zero spatial awareness. Zero. I felt like there was a lot of dancers, though. People moving their body that had a zero spatial awareness. Like, I got I, whipped in the face with hair more mm-hmm. times than I was, like... Well, I think everybody aware. was dancing except... You and me. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. Which we were called out on. Yeah. I think we did a good job of making them feel uncomfortable, though. We did go up and just kind of stand, and then... We swayed. I was told that my dancing looked like a chicken pecking. <laughs> I just... I wasn't feeling it. No, no. Day. I don't know. I was drinking wine, which I never do. Me too. And then my stomach started to hurt because I was drinking wine because I never do. And then the idea of dancing with a stomach full of wine. I hear how lame I'm sounding right now. I didn't want to dance with a stomach full of wine. Yeah. Meanwhile, all of the girls around us had very full stomachs of wine and were dancing. Girl, you ain't wrong. Hard. Mm-hmm. Which I feel as though sometimes there's this weird peer pressure to dance. And for some reason, you're the weirdo if you're just at a concert being standing still, enjoying mm-hmm. the music. I didn't, I wasn't not enjoying myself. And the other reason I was feeling yeah. uncomfortable was because I was like, I don't really want to dance, but I feel like I'm supposed to be dancing right now. Yeah, I always feel like the band is going to make eye contact with me and be yeah. like, this guy is not enjoying the show. What a dick. And I'm like, no, I'm really enjoying your music. I just don't feel like moving my body around because of my wine belly. Yeah. And I'd mountain biked before that, so I was like, kind of like, eh. Tired. Yeah. You know. And I didn't get to go to the gym to shower, which I'd planned on. All right. We so I had to take what is commonly referred to as a whore's bath. <laughs> I like the buildup that you put on that one. Yeah. Commonly called the whore's bath. Yeah. Which is a sink bath. I and wet wipes. A... Oh, nice. I've only called it a sponge bath, or heard it called a sponge bath. Hopefully that does not mean that I'm a whore. You know, but, you know, even if I guess it does, I'm just out there living my best life. But I would not classify myself as a whore. <laughs> this one took a weird turn. This is a, I was going to say, it took a weird turn. <laughs> Anyway, stereotypes. Stereotypes. Specifically, mountain stereotypes because we can keep it safe on this. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of bros. It's mostly bros, and I think that was the conversation. Was that there's different kinds of bros? Remember, absolutely. We were, we the 
pre-podcast talking. Yeah, it's like the uh, flow chart of bros mm-hmm. or whatever we decided to call it there. I call it the flow of the bros. The but... flow of the bros. Because there's so many different types of bros, like, mm-hmm. especially in this town. So we noticed the, like, having a good time bro mm-hmm. that's, like, pretty good at dancing. He's considerably better than all of his other bros at dancing, and he mm-hmm. knows it. But there's an ulterior motive there. Well, then we talked about that, too. I'm pretty sure this guy was just psyched, and his probably, like, lady friend wasn't there, and he was dancing with all of the, like, middle-aged women. Yeah. You know, probably made both parties feel yeah appreciated. I think so. I think all the ladies were pretty like pretty psyched that this random young dude was dancing with them, yeah. and was a good dancer too. I think that's half the battle. Nobody wants this frisbee right now, Stanley. I brought this for you. Just gonna look at it like I'm gonna throw it. We're in the house. I'm not throwing a frisbee. Feels like you could though. Ugh. Um. Then there's like, I don't know, there's definitely, there was a lot of the, it's kind of like dirty ski bum bro there. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, he's just going to lose his mind. This is why I used to lock him out. Yeah, I remember. And uh, I'm starting to think that might be the right move again. He seems so happy though. Um, Yeah, I feel like there was a lot of the, I'd call them your regular mountain town bro. You know? Yeah. That was just there. They were doing the same awkward dancing that we started to do at the end. Of like, kind of just sort of not sure how to move your body. Mm-hmm. Kind of self-conscious, but like not that self-conscious at the same time. I have a hard time saying the word self-conscious. I just said it three different ways. No, now I'm self-conscious say. about saying self-conscious. Ah. Stereotype, the girl that can't say self-conscious. Is that? See, how, say it again. Self-conscious. Oh, you already said it. You said it the same way. Uh, shit, I guess it's a thing. I Who couldn't knew? say the word cryogenic the other day. That kept sounds... adding like three <clears throat> more ends to it somehow. Interesting. I was listening to a podcast about ketogenic diet today. Yeah. It was interesting. People were actually dying. S- no. Oh. They're it was the test that they did was not scientific. Literally it was just like the people on the podcast. They all tried it for whatever amount of weeks. And some of them were like, I actually feel significantly better after doing this and makes my brain feel good. But I feel like if you do it for an extended period of time, it's going to be fucked. Yeah. Anyway, cryogenic, ketogenic, bros. Bros. We're Stereotypes. Back. Stereotypes. So the other one I was going to throw out is the overly enthusiastic girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're just speckled throughout mm-hmm. when there's dancing. Mm-hmm. And they've been waiting to dance all week. Yeah. They love to dance. Mm-hmm. Usually they're dating a guy that does not like to dance. Or hates dancing so much that he just excuses himself from the situation entirely and does not go. Yeah, I actually noticed some of that too. Mm-hmm. There. Like a lot of uh, a lot of just letting loose, which is awesome. I feel like if I was better at dancing, maybe... And actually, no, I don't think I'd ever be in that category. What category do you think you are? What category stereotype am I? Yeah, that's a tough question. I always try to think about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm the one with the obnoxious frisbee dog. Apparently, oh. that's my stereotype. No, thank God he's leaving with it. <laughs> I'm back. Nope, and now he's back. <laughs> I looked at him as he was leaving, and I feel like he noticed. Yeah, he was like, "You want this frisbee?" 
Do you ever just watch your dogs? Like, I think it's so funny to watch them interact with toys on their own. Like, Rocket will throw stuff up to himself. Yeah, he does the same. I do love when dogs get the frisbee stuff around their own head. Gives me a lot of personal joy. A lot of slow points. I would say my stereotype is probably the, definitely the mountain bike bro. Mm -hmm. Um, But even that, there's like subcategories of bro. Mm Mm-hmm. Like each, like it just breaks down further and further. Slow bro, but I would, I would say the mountain bike bro. Mountain bike bro. And what does that look like? Well, the people that I passed on the trail on Sunday would say the same thing. I feel as though that was go outside. None of us take that outside. Yo, passing. I feel like actually, I'm gonna set him off if I throw it to him out there. Correct. Lay, Lay down or go outside. Don't look at me like that. So dejected. Yeah. So, yeah, I I did pass some people on the trail. Did you pass some people on the trail? They were not happy. So they were coming uphill. I was going down. Mm-hmm. And, yes, downhill is supposed to always yield to uphill. Mm-hmm. But in some situations, that's just not, I wouldn't say not possible. But if you're riding up a hill that is you know, a downhill flow trail mm-hmm. traffic did go both ways on that. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was like a, I was hauling ass and it was a kind of a blind corner. So see one guy. And if somebody's flying down that trail and I, I see him and we pass like whatever, that's fine. You had five as you passed. Yeah. But there was like a line of people mm-hmm. and they were like splitting. So I couldn't pull off. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of, I slowed down just kind of squeeze through them mm-hmm. didn't come close to, like hitting anybody you're like i Every- took out five children everybody they were got fine. everybody got mad and was yelling yikes and just all butt hurt and uh then they yelled at uh my buddy mike who was behind me mm-hmm. that their friend that his friend was riding too fast and out of control and whereas know. mike's like i feel like mike is like a kind people pleasery type person too mm-hmm. so i'm sure he would try and explain it away He's just having he a really fast day. He was pulled off and they day. were all mad at him. And, but that brings me to another stereotype. And this is a, a bit of a broader one. Also, I'm, I'm taking off my shoes. Is that I mean, fine? I mean, yeah, go for it. You can tell me if it's too much. I'll let you know once the shoes okay. are off. But this is another... It's not really a stereotype, but a type of person that you come across in almost every hobby. It's the person that isn't really having fun even though they do this frequently. Mm-hmm. So the two people in the back of the line of this, these people that, you know, I pulled off the trail and kind of went around them and they were just so upset. And I've seen these people climbing, mountain biking, hiking, street walking, walking, everything. Mm-hmm. They're out there and they're just looking for somebody that's doing something wrong to be mad about. So like they were just waiting. I could have like pulled off, and stopped you stopped too suddenly yeah and maybe they like they heard me and they're like so i get the in mountain biking the mountain bike bro is is called the enduro bro Mm -hmm. for enduro Mm -hmm. racing and yeah i'm kind of wearing like rider colors and you know knee pads and a helmet and the type of bike that is kind of stereotypical of the person that goes fast and I had to drink a beer oh just before gosh. that downhill. 
And uh, my shoes are smelling. Stanley's noticing. Yeah. Also, they're really bad. You can tell me. So just the you. just the appearance. I think my appearance was enough to like set off this like you're wafting that vibe. Older couple mm-hmm. that you know they were just already uh, that they're just the type of people that are like that, and they're in every hobby, in every sport, in every walk of life. I was gonna say I think it's outside of sports either. I think there's people who look for something to complain about or to be somehow the m- martyr in some way. Like definitely. I think certain people like being wronged. Mm-hmm. No, it's a definite thing. I don't smell your shoes. You don't? Okay. No. I think I'm really self-conscious about it. My climbing shoes are really horrible to the point that I like notice it myself, which I think is a, a, usually a pretty strong indication that if you notice yeah. it yourself that it's actually smelly. Climbing shoes are bad. And I like just have always been pretty lackadaisical smelly. about... <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. where you're going with that. I mean, maybe, god damn it, self-conscious. <laughs> eh, actually, not really. I don't care. No. Uh, I feel like if I was that stinky, you wouldn't be my friend. So there's that. Um, no, not smelly. I was really bad about, like, putting them and, like, drying them out after, okay. like, climbing and stuff like that. So they just stay in my bag and become more and more horrifyingly pliable. The worst was all winter when I was climbing. Mm-hmm was putting sweaty shoes into a backpack, leaving them in my truck. Yeah. By the time I get back into the gym, I put them on. They're just still wet. They're still wet. And they've thawed out sweat, which I'm sure in climbing is a stereotype. The person that just smelly ass shoes. Probably. I would fall into that category too. So high five. Yeah. I'd fall into that category. Never having chalk in my bag when I actually need it. And what have you been doing now that I haven't been climbing? Um, I actually have been remembering chalk. Oh. Or just foregoing. Or using like the sad little crumbles that have adhered themselves mm-hmm. to the sides. Okay. So there's some of that too. Um the chocolate I got in that big bucket though, not great. I think it makes my hands sweatier. I've sometimes wondered the same with chalk. Mm-hmm. But like the, the black diamond one that I got, I had gotten a, like a bag of the white gold first. Great. Loved it. Got a bag from Amazon. Pretty cheap. Yeah, that's Alibaba chalk. It is bad. It's actually just the scrapings from the end of year chalkboard at schools, <laughs> which I don't think they have chalkboards anymore. No. So you know that it's like pretty low, Yeah. low on the totem pole of things. It's yeah. North Korean chalk. Yes. They go get it from North Korea. It's the only place with chalk left. Shit. Chalkboards. Well, yeah, actually, I think they teach the kids by beating them with bamboo sticks. How did you learn? What did your teachers do when you were younger? Well, Kentucky, they just used uh, fried chicken. Yeah, fried chicken. <laughs> so that was fun. That was a fun tangent. I like yeah, that one. It, it kind of stayed on stereotypes there a little. Yeah, bit. it did a little bit. Um, oh, other fun stereotypes. Remember when we were talking about Jerry's of the day? And then we had, what, what was the lollipop company we yeah, were going to make? Yeah, we were going to start a, a Jerry-themed lollipop right, company. because they were going to be just all called suckers, right? Because there was like, so Gumby is the like stereotype, like newbie. Of climbing. Of climbing. Mm-hmm. So it was going to be like Gumby Grape. Mm-hmm. Jerry is the beginner kind of gaper stereotype mm-hmm. of skiing. Always was... the always the gap between the goggles and the helmet. Mm-hmm. Skiing in jeans. Ugh. skiing out of control Ugh. and uh they've lost one pole somehow always yeah 
And mountain biking, it's a joey. It is? And jo- yeah, mountain biking, the it's a joey. And that stereotype is they're usually, they have like, there's a full face helmet that has this very cheap look to it. It's always like kind of curved. They're wearing that usually without like a, a visor. Mm-hmm. Knee pads and shin guards over top of their pants, mm-hmm. not underneath. I would do that. Yeah. And like excessive body armor mm-hmm. that's not hidden. It's like visible it's outside of like, like old school knight armor. Yeah. They found it in the museum. <laughs> yeah. I would be more impressed with that. <laughs> That'd be an amazing Halloween costume. Might have to make happen this year. Just saying. I feel like we can have a part of the Halloween where we can go and mountain bike and have costumes for that. But then the other one still has to be Jean Ralphio and Mona Lisa Mona because Lisa. I feel like we put a lot of time and thought and effort into this already. Mostly just time and thought the effort is soon to come. Yeah. That's going to be mostly growing my hair out a little bit longer. And I need to find a lot of denim related outfits. I'm going to tie this back into stereotypes. Are you ready? Yes. Halloween costumes. Uh-huh. Adults. Uh-huh. Going out, there's always the stereotypes oh, that yeah. you run into there. Mm-hmm. And up here, I'd say the 15% of the population that's our age, it's probably more than that, but it feels pretty low. Oh, like 15% of the whole population yeah. is our age. I thought you were about to make a stereotype about 15% of the population that is our age. That 15% all wear purple socks. I don't know. Damn. What if there. that was actually a thing? It could be. All of our purple sock listeners. Yeah, you probably you got purple in your sock there. I do not. I do have some purple in my sock. Yeah. Um grossing that is that's actually a yellow sock that's just Obviously. Yeah. It's just it's, that's just blood. It's become um bloody. This one's mostly just stained from this one actually is kind of stained. Also, not, none of my socks match, but we already talked about this, and KB actually texted me after that episode, and she was like, I'm a woman, and I wear matching socks. Was that in the group text? Uh, I got that as well, yeah. Group text. Shout out, KB, to being the one girl I know that wears matching socks. Holla. So, where I was going with this stereotype. Yeah. Is the people that are too cool to dress up, mm-hmm. or the girls that just do the slutty outfit. And then that's their costume. And it's like, what are you? That's not what you do. Well, you saw me this year. I was <laughs> I was a slutty Dr. Allen. <laughs> so. <laughs> Which is just the Dr. Allen Grant costume, just, but with a condom in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> what? I had something. Oh, I had that pouch full of candy. You did. Yeah, that's what I had. So. Very sexy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just, there's definitely some, uh, what was it? I was thinking of the picture of when we saw that dinosaur, Mm. the dinosaur costume. Mm. Still one of my favorite photos. I think it's in my favorites album, actually. Nice. It's pretty classic. For a while, it was your photo in my phone. Perfect. Mm -hmm. But then I switched to the, I think it's the picture of you and Stanley now. I haven't seen a photo for you for my phone yet. What the hell? No, I haven't done anything. But you made it in my favorites, so. Yes! That was a sound of success and victory. To redo all my favorites now that I have a new phone. Oh, yeah. Anyway, stereotypes. Stereotypes. Um, I feel like there's that. There's also the dudes who are just trying to get with the slutty ladies. Yeah. 
They and they don't want to. I shouldn't to... say slutty ladies. I feel like it's like however they want to choose to dress. I I would classify them as the type of girls that I have no interest in being around. I mean, okay. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're just kind of. They're just not my type of people. Not your cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not my group of, not my gaggle of gals. That was amazing. Yeah. Pulled that straight out of my ass. Did you? Yep. Uh, how far down did you? Never mind. Take that. Yeah, that's um, going to get weird. Got weird really quick. Um, so, a gaggle of gals in your butt. Yeah. <laughs> that's the joke I was trying to go for and just didn't pan out. I was actually going somewhere before that hole. For the hole? Oh, man. I'm so sorry. Not I'm not get that out of sorry. That. I'm not going to get out of that hole. <laughs> Gaggle gals. Halloween stereotypes. What is your stereotype? Like, where do you fall in? I don't know. I like to think that I'm so unique. <laughs> Just kidding. Just a... <laughs> Butterfly. I am just a flutterby out here cruising on the wind. That is tough because I feel like you might be like just a a few pieces of a few, of a bunch of them. Ooh, pray tell. You're like slutty Halloween girl. Yeah, <laughs> so I was going first. Way too enthusiastic dancer. We know you're not the enthusiastic dancer. It's true. Very unenthusiastic. Unenthusiastic dancer. Yeah. Um, like, but I like dancing to music at my house. I just don't. You and I danced in the car to and from mountain biking. The yeah, other day, exactly. So. But we get into, I feel like we're both in the, like, I don't want to dance around other people though. Yeah. And I'm not Pretty interested much. in doing that. Much. I feel like I've ma- been made fun of too much for my dancing to feel super awesome about dancing in public. <laughs> Same. Yeah? Same. Yep. Right on. Right on. Which is funny because I feel like on Halloween, like, I thought I was the world's best dancer, and I feel like you were also in that same boat. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Because we didn't have to drive. Also true. We had a shuttle. We had a shuttle. We had been drinking since. That was probably the last time that I have been, like, that drunk. Well, we started at, like, noon. Oh, yeah. It was my super soft birthday party. It was your super soft birthday mm-hmm. party. Eating cupcakes, wearing birthday hats. Drinking champagne. Drinking champagne. And carving pumpkins while carving watching pumpkins. Jurassic Park. Yeah. That was a great day. It was. Mm-hmm. And then went to Mike and Steph's. For a party. For a party. Then up to another. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, never really felt drunk that entire night. No? No. Hmm. Wouldn't have driven, but, you know. Yeah, fair. Didn't have to. It was spread out enough yeah. that you didn't have to feel Neither horrible. of us wrecked our bikes riding home. Damn right. Although that was cold because I was wearing Mike's trench coat. Remember that? Because I didn't have a jacket. Yeah. I still have that trench coat. I should get it back to him. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> or just start wearing it around town in the dead of summer. <laughs> Selling watches. So. Sorry. Stereotypes. Back here. I'm, I'm doing a pretty good job of keeping us on track mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit. I have so, one yeah. cup of coffee and now. Remember, like, I feel like we started this episode and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Yeah, but now I'm like. I've been drinking coffee. So yeah, I don't I don't know. Because we're also so after the concert mm-hmm. you came back, I stayed out for about another hour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At which point uh somebody referred to you and I as being the same person. <laughs> Does that mean that I'm a mountain bike bro? Well, but then I also realized so I am basically the stereotypical standard mountain town bro. Mm-hmm. Um baseline not ski bum mm-hmm. 
but mountain town guy. Okay. I drive a Toyota truck. Mm-hmm. I have a black dog. Mm-hmm. I wear flannel. Like that is fair. Oh my god. Like kind of active wear denim. Prana. Yeah. Prana it. jeans. Mm-hmm. Uh, like approach shoes. You know, usually puff, a trucker puffy hat. jacket, trucker hat, and you know, way too into mountain biking and skiing and all that. I don't think I mean, way I, too is the right word, but... Well, you can't be too into it. For some people, they would take it, you know? Yeah, well, fuck them. Because I get there an hour before the lift opens on a powder day. You're psyched. Because I'm going to be... I got first here like three or four times this year. Woo! Nothing compares to fresh powder tracks, so... So, so for you're... some people, that's way into it. But, yeah, so I'm kind of... I'm like the standard mountain town guy i'm like outside looking it's like oh, okay you drive like yeah toyota truck black dog flannel that's all mm-hmm. i really know mm-hmm. so and then uh so that means that i'm a typical let's say sun like, valley man yes no. <laughs> Shit. um well it's just standard mountain town because if you go to like if you go like bend or mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they're all pretty similar. Bozeman, way, I'm sure. wherever, it's all kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you're looking at that time. I can't. It, when it starts flashing red or just being red, it makes me nervous. Um, I haven't, like, called – or not called. I think I've generally been tagged as, like, the tomboy type-ish okay. human before. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, let's discuss that. After a word from our sponsors. I'm so excited to hear what our sponsors have to say. Yeah, it's, uh, well, here you go. Hey, y'all. Are you parched on this hot summer day? Why don't you grab a nice ice-cold Mountain Dew? Now with even more sugar in Yellow 5. Do the do, y'all. I mean, make this like, we're back. That was unexpected. That's I just kind of clicked. <laughs> Welcome back to the remainder of the podcast. Mm-hmm. However long this lasts, hope you enjoyed that word from our sponsor, Mountain Dew. I already want to go purchase one, which is a weird feeling. Yeah. It really that. When was the last time you had a Mountain Dew? Ah, it's been a couple days. Days? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I haven't had a Mountain Dew in forever. When I get stressed, that's my go-to is like more caffeine and sugar. Do the do. Not smoking or drinking or drugs. That's good. I I'm mean, just like, I want caffeine. It was weirder vices. I feel yeah. like I do that, but with excessive amounts of coffee. I'm like, ah, I need more energy. What if I drink eight cups of coffee? And then I slouch into a sad puddle on my desk. And it's yeah, I do not that pretty. We have an espresso machine at work now. And oh, that's good. You. Speaking of Mountain Dew and drinks and caffeine and stereotypes. The new stereotype that I love in all the memes and everything online is dudes named Kyle that drink monster energy drink and punch holes in drywall. This is a thing. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's what the internet's going crazy with right now. It's, amazing. it's like the chat of the Axe era. Basically. Right? Yeah. And it's so true, I feel like, because I just, I don't know, not never been a big fan of like, Monster energy. I thought you were going to save anyone named Kyle. <laughs> oh, well. I was like, I feel like I know a weird variety of Kyles, strangely. Like, all three Kyles that I know, vastly different human beings. It's weird. It's like their name has nothing to do with them. <laughs> hmm. What if like, that was a thing? Like, 
oh, everybody named Nate was this way. Or like everybody named Becca was this way. Like all Beccas had to have certain traits. Wouldn't that be crazy? It would. There, There's a lot of Nates in this town. And every single one of them is different. Like the truth. Not just a little bit different. I would say vastly different. Like every spectrum of Nate of yeah. person is covered. Every within spectrum the, of Nate. <laughs> yeah. With the Nates that are in this community. Yeah, that's true. Behind that. So I dig it. But back to stereotypes. So when we left off, we were talking about your stereotype, which uh-huh. I guess you kind of get lumped into the standard like tomboy mm-hmm. type of. Mm-hmm. Which I think at least growing up, that's what it was, you know. I enjoyed playing all the sports. I tended to hang out with only dudes because that's who I played the sports with. Henceforth, tomboy. At least you're not saying. I only hang out with dudes because there's less drama, which is what girls who love drama always say. <laughs> that is totally fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think I tend to get really competitive with my girlfriends, though. If they're doing this, uh, I don't know. It's, it's a slippery slope. It depends on every single different relationship. So there's that. Sorry. I hate when people pick their, like, rub their eyes in front of me. And I totally just realized I was doing that to you. Yeah, it's gross. It, Stop. Yeah. I used to know somebody who would do it, like, really aggressively. And I think that's what turned me off to it. Because I'd be like, like, your eyeballs are going to fall out. It's better than, like, picking your nose. Which that's not like a whole other stereotype was like the kid in elementary school that would come over to your house mm-hmm. and then they would like pick their nose and wipe it on the walls. Or you see them like put it underneath the couch or something. Yeah. And you're like, I saw you do that. Yeah, I saw. Yeah. And they touch like the controller for video games and stuff. And you're like, dude, so hand sanitize that thing. On the female like mountain town <laughs> stereotype, yeah. girl stereotype. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you don't necessarily fit it because you don't drive a Subaru don't. and have a paddle board. <laughs> that you take excessive pictures with mm-hmm. in the middle of winter mm-hmm. that's the uh, yeah i mean that's the mountain town like white girl stereotype is mm-hmm. subaru mm-hmm. paddleboard mm-hmm. a lot of pictures at the top of hikes mm-hmm. that aren't that difficult they're all on top of carbonate yeah which really? is our local mountain mm-hmm. stereotype not of people but almost every town has that one outdoorsy thing mm-hmm. that everybody goes and does and takes pictures on mm-hmm. for us that's carbonate which it's is a carbonate. mountain that overlooks town mm-hmm. it's a really good hike I it is a good feel hike. like it's gets so much traffic I, I really want there to be a person counter on there to see how many people hike up carbonate it's excessive every month even i'm sure it's in like the a lot of people thousands. that are in terrible shape, which great for them that they're getting out and exercising. Truth. They a lot of times need rescued. From carbonate? Yes. Really? Mm, a lot of rescues on carbonate. Really? Yeah. How many? Sprained ankles. Oh, do sprained know. ankles really suck? Um, also, to be fair, carbonate is not. It's not an easy hike. No. As far as like, A, it goes pretty, it's pretty steep. And there's a lot of loose rock, I think, coming down from carbonate, unless, if you, unless you go on the switchbacks. Yeah, you can go straight up the ridge, which is for difficult. Me, at least. Yeah. And there's mountain lions that hang out on there. Really? Mm-hmm. They're like just mountain. waiting for someone to sprain their ankle so they can eat them? I would imagine that's their that's their goal. Well, my friend said she saw a bear out there one time. Just a hairy man. He was hot, so he <laughs> took like, shirt it off. It was me. <laughs> it was me. Uh, right after I got Stanley, I took him up there. Mm-hmm. 
made it up fine. I had to carry him the entire way down. Oh, he was a puppy. He just had enough. So sleepy. Um, I just took Rocket up the false summit. Oh, yeah. Summit. Um, to be fair, though, he was really tired because he decided to take off. Oh, that was the hike yeah. you just went on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Did you and go all the way to the rocks? Yeah. Okay. Which I hadn't... Oh, maybe I did that last year at some point. I haven't done it in a long time, though. That's where I skied up to. I skinned up to Hell this yeah. year. Also, about steep. I believe that. Very steep. Mm-hmm. Coming down was the most scary part. Or not? It wasn't scary, but I feel like I'm not the most coordinated sometimes with humans. So, like, I'll get all psyched and start, ke- like, you know, getting some speed going down, then have to, you know, throw on the brakes pretty hard, if you will. Thank you for turning that that away. Stereotypes. Stereotypes. Sorry. Woo! Party. Yeah, uh, that coffee's already wearing off. Apparently. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's funny. Like, like I feel like the girl... I like that you tried to do that quietly. Yeah. If you just stared in my eyes as you were doing it. <laughs> that was my impression of a not can to, opening. Not to interrupt your thought there. No, it's fine. It's gone already. Okay. Great. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, listeners. Viewers. <laughs> Viewers, yes. Um, I don't know. My brain's feeling pretty toasty right now. Yeah. Also, I'm bummed. We had some technical difficulties. We think we lost some of the beginnings. Yeah, it's acting up a little bit. It was recording when we thought it wasn't recording. Which is creepy, but also yeah. hilarious because so we said some funny things. The NSA is listening in. Um, so going back to stereotypes, at least with me, is I never like in high school, I never really fit any of those. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I was always out of place in high school Mm -hmm. because I was, you know, active and outdoorsy and that was not what was going on. Yeah. That was not what was going on in Mm -hmm. the metropolis of Louisville, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now maybe more because it's a little bit more popular, but that wasn't, that was not the thing there. So I was often referred to as a fish swimming upstream by some people because I just didn't fit. I didn't give a shit about high school Mm because, I mean, I had at least had the foresight to see that it didn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Not particularly. So I never really really fit any of those. And college was never really the partier. I mean, I partied. I, I mean, I partied. I was also coming to college out of military and deployments and and all that so seen the world yeah i've I've partied in other countries so so fancy yeah i've i have thrown up in many a country (laughs) so that's amazing um what was your favorite country to throw up in favorite country to throw up in (laughs) (sighs) you know probably scotland Interesting. I was well, coming. That was the church one, right? Back, yeah. I was coming back from a deployment there. Do you impress? I remember that detail. Mm-hmm. I but, am, yeah. Really, that was me being like, "Nice, Becca." Oh, I don't remember that detail. Yeah, <laughs> just cheering myself on remember. over here. No, I remember plenty of them. That's just one that randomly stood out to me. Yeah. Continue. So, coming back from deployment, and actually was had just been emailed an interview for Outside Magazine. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'd been out this first time drinking in six months. 
and me and my group of buddies, we were transporting some like uh, sensitive equipment back. Mm-hmm. So we were, yeah. it was just like four of us on our own. And we stopped at every single pub that we saw in this town in Scotland. Wow. Re- reasonable sized town too. I mean, it was, there's a reasonably sized pubs. Yeah. There's plenty of room for seating. So, I mean, for not having drink in six months and drink that much was, I don't know how I lived. By throwing up. I, well, I didn't feel that drunk or anything. And, you know, we, we ate and seemed like having legible conversations. Um, gotten one and a half fights that night. What was the half fight? Uh, there was, he was my boss in, in the Middle East and mm-hmm. didn't get along with him at all. Mm-hmm. Found out their plane was in, had landed. They were in the same town. And you're we like, knew what time. hotel they were at. Let's throw down. And so we bribed the front desk into telling us what room was his. How'd you bribe them? Uh, I don't recall. I just know we you somehow them managed cheese. to. Yeah. I think we brought them a block of cheese. Sounds right. Keep or going. a blood pudding because it's Scotland. Oh, God. So. It was, like we, it was a block of cheese. It's just a dog manning the front yeah, door. <laughs> it, was, it was dark, but it was only like 6 o'clock or 6.30, I think. Not really sure. Everything was pretty fuzzy. Could have been 6 in the morning. I'm not sure. It was a time. He was asleep. Mm-hmm. Everybody else was up partying and everything. He was asleep already. And we uh, knocked on the door. And when he, he like, he opened and then went like back to bed or something. And we drug him out of the bed and like beat the crap out of him. Well, that's pretty shitty. Well, he kind of had it coming. Like it was a friendly beating the crap out of him. Well, that doesn't and make then, any sense. And then we went down and had a drink with him. And then we parted ways. What? Mm-hmm. Also... Do you have music playing or something? That is my dog snoring. Oh, it is? I was like, yeah. It sounds like there was... You know when someone's playing music and there's like a deep voice, but yeah. it's playing pretty far away? That's what it just sounded about. like. Like Morgan Freeman just dropped his first album and it's playing three blocks down. There is a song that features Morgan Freeman. He's just talking. Do you know Will, Will Smith is in the new Aladdin? Yes, I didn't know that. It's amazing. We're going way damn off it, topic. Right. So, yeah. It's real magic. This guy kind of had to come. I mean, we didn't like, it wasn't like aggressively beating him up. It was like a, you know, friendly hazing. You know. Yeah, I'd have been there. Okay. Anyways. The the past is the past now. I'm not going to fight you on this one. So, we, uh, so yeah, drank a bunch that night. Ended up back at the hotel. What was the full fight then? If this was a half fight, um, I'm not even really sure how this one played out. We went to this pub and we're drinking, and whenever anybody stops and asks us, like this or as, like, "Oh, are you Americans?" We're like Canadian. We deny. We say Canadian. Mm-hmm. I, I do, mm-hmm. um, because one, we don't need them to know that we're American and where we're there and what we're doing. Mm-hmm. That is just less to deal with. Yeah. So. This guy had been, like, denied any more service from the bar. So he came over and he was, like, he's being kind of weird. And then he tried to steal our beer. And he only had, like, three teeth. My buddy said, if you, you need touch my beer again, I'm going to knock the rest of those teeth out of your head. <laughs> and the guy was getting, like, real aggressive. And we were, like, kind of had a discussion. We're, like, do we just beat this guy up? Like, what are we going to do? 
We're like, you know what? Let's just go to another bar. Mm-hmm. So we went to another bar and we're like, you know what? We like that bar. Let's go back and beat the shit out of this guy. <laughs> and so we, we went back and I don't, I don't really remember what happened from there, mm-hmm. but I remember staying at that bar and it was all like old Scottish guys in there. Mm-hmm. And after that, like all these old Scottish guys loved us and they bought us drinks because they hated this like drunk guy that was there, like causing a ruckus and mm-hmm. like trying to steal beers and start fights and everything. And they, they saw through the lie. They knew we were Americans and they wanted, they were like, we knew you Americans had the fight in you. Like they wanted, they were like rooting for us to come back and beat the crap out of this guy. Nice. Because they were all like, they're like, we're old salty and we don't want to do it. Yeah. And then I pretty positive that I had a drink with a member of the IRA, Irish Republican Army. Mm. My brain went right to IRS. Not IRS. I was like, how did you find that out? Was he like, do you like taxes? Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, we were talking about bomb stuff, I was like, "Wait, you know way too much about bombs." And he's like, said something about the IRA, and I was like, uh, "Okay, okay. Well, it's a terrorist organization." I know. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, understand. Very so, different than the IRS. Yeah, in this, some ways, we have gotten so far off at this point. But the stereotype was the IRA. <laughs> yeah, I I woke up in the hotel in a bathtub with no water in it. I think I had been attempting to shower. Mm-hmm. Don't know. No water was running. And you were naked. I was naked in a bathtub. Hmm. Not full of ice, and I still had both kidneys. Good news. Yeah. And then How do you I, know that you have both kidneys? Well, there's no cuts, no incisions, so. What if they're just really good at their job? They siphoned it out. Ooh. <laughs> there's only one way to go for that. <laughs> I had not thought of that. Yeah. You're right, gross. Yeah. I've had kidney surgery, so I do know which. Pass, Yeah. Yeah. Or not to pass. I so I, yeah, I think I, I threw up on myself in the bathtub and then like uh, shower, showered. Maybe. And then I did a interview for Outside Magazine. Just like drunk or I, I was still drunk. Yeah. Drunk, a little confused. At like. Which kind of fits the persona I, for I, which you were. Yeah, I feel like it was like five or six. I don't know what time it was. It was like really early in the morning. Or was it really late at night? It was morning. It was like just a weird kidding. hour. I don't know. And I have that interview. It's in a magazine sitting yeah, somewhere around us. I was going to ask you about that at some yeah. point. You know, I'll make so, sure not a lie or anything. Yeah. Just Which then kind of brings up like the stereotype of like military guys and getting out and drinking too much. And Oh, I thought you were going to say like, military guys and doing interviews for Outside Magazine. I'm like, weirdly, those two usually don't mesh in my Yeah, mind. it's not one that goes together. Mm-mm. I mean, it could. But... Which I try not to be. I'm not the standard like military stereotype. And that's one I see in my line of work all the time, which is like the, you know, it's just people that has become their identity. Mm-hmm. They don't really have an identity outside of their, you know, job or hobby or mm-hmm. whatever it is. So I feel like that's kind of where stereotypes start. Mm-hmm. What? What is that? <laughs> no, I was just agreeing. I just felt like yesterday. I feel like a, that I'm saying like a lot in this episode B the look you were giving was the see how I'm putting this back together. I need your help to finish this one. And I was not giving you anything. What did I say I was going to tie back into the beginning? Circles? I don't remember. What were we talking about in the beginning? Stinky. Hmm. Deodorant. Oh, stinky and deodorant. Well, maybe and how stinky. I was going to tie that back into stereotypes. Yeah. The way I was going to do that is the stereotype of the mountain town hippie. 
and the smell associated with which is like patchouli oil mm-hmm. some sandalwood sandalwood yeah i think that's the name of it patchouli oil which is not a bad smell in itself but when it's covering up body odor that's fair it is definitely a bad smell mm-hmm. i agree it's it can be too much of a good thing too yeah you know as with most smells except for lupin and flowers also did you see that huge patch of lupin that's happening on the drive back from Healy to here on the mountain i'm gonna have to point it out at some point i think i know what you're talking about and you can smell it as you're going by on the highway hmm. it's ridiculous a lot of joy points. better than I can. Mm-hmm. Stanley can smell because I rolled the windows down driving back He's and he like, popped up and he was smelling psyched. all the wild flowers. And, you know, I understand you, Stanley. Right Lupin's there with be, you. Lupins be popping. Lupins be popping right now. It's my happy place. Um, speaking of dogs, I have to go let out all of mine. Well, way to just kill the end of the I'm podcast. sorry. I feel like it's got to happen. feel bad. Poor little guy's been in his crate like all day. Yeah stereotype the person that leaves their dogs crated all day i know well just one of them right now i have three though there's a lot of animals happening at my house there's also stereotype animal collectors i feel like you just casually called me a hoarder <laughs> no you don't have i saw something today if somebody's like we have 16 pets no it was more than that. i was like 18 pets and one was a pot belly pig nope that's just too much it's too much too much mm-hmm. i i can't handle more than one when your cats come visit me, I'm like, I don't know what to do. There's three animals here. Yeah, I understand. I have to say, though, having a foster dog has made me really appreciate. I would say really appreciate Rocket, especially. He is so fucking chill in comparison, which I'm not sure if that's saying a lot about the dog that I'm fostering or about Rocket. Um, I think the dog that you're fostering is great and people should adopt him. There's that, too. He's just a puppy is the thing. You know what I mean? Like. He is what Rocket probably was when Rocket was one year old. Always psyched. Okay. Really jazzed. You know, all the things. Likes poop. Likes poop. Uh, no, but he, I think he could have a taste for it. Who knows? We'll anyway. Find out. I'm going to find out. Anyway, the point is he's been in a crate for like the past three hours and I need to let him out. Well, there you go. Well, that has been us kind of blabbering about stereotypes for yeah. not really staying we said sort of a, the first half we did oh, oh he's dreaming i hope that picked up on the microphone me too he's also drooling there's some snot coming out of his nose yeah. right now it's like it looks wet down there <laughs> well on that note see you next week